Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the In Every Season podcast. I am quite sure you're here today to listen to the part two of Expectations versus Reality with Shakira Kiwa. Well, good news, I have it here for you. Be prepared to laugh. We talk about dating, dating apps. And also, we explore the options of what if? What if it never happens? And we talk a little bit about that. Also, we look at the beauty in the journey of waiting and, you know, what it does to a person. So, you're going to enjoy this one. It's an amazing episode. So, listen and be blessed. And I'm saying, well, even though I was asking the question, it's, yeah, it feels like that was an answer that I wanted. Right? Of course I not. To be like, I wanted it to be like, yeah, and you guys are so messy together, just things don't work out there, but like, it's probably going to come back around, like it's just a matter of time, you know, just hang in there, girl. <laughs> but he was like, feel free to mind someone else. And I was like, um, thanks? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So even now I go back to him. I'm sure I did it yesterday in the shower. <laughs> you are the one who said I'm free to marry somebody else, Sha. <laughs> so where is this Tom Ford <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> just asking. Just asking. Marry, there has to be someone. Yeah, okay. So where where is she? <laughs> You know, and to be honest, I don't even say it timidly like that. I'm literally just like, God, you're the one who said I'm free. So, this somebody else, he has not appeared, and it's on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's actually mm-hmm. on you because mm-hmm. I'm, I, I carry this burden no more. Yes. You have to do it. Yeah. And obviously, we'll get into this in a little bit as well. But what I see of like the dating scene in, you know, this uh, 2020, I'm mm. like, no, you actually have to bring him. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. <laughs> like, you guys to bring You have to lead him. <laughs> lead him on a narrow path mm-hmm. to my front door mm-hmm. because. Yeah, it's just wild out here, to, yeah. to, to say the least. Um, so yeah, so that's that's a journey of healing. I think yeah. I'm still on it, definitely. Yeah. But I think um, some parts of it, I know what you know the healing is about. Like I know, I'm like, I don't have to say you know what healing. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know the stuff that you know um, is in my past, is in my growing up, is mm-hmm. in my previous relationships mm-hmm. that God really wants to like get to the bottom of it's mm-hmm. not just like surface oh I'm over that guy mm-hmm. so I can just say the next it's like no really like deep you know, whatever yeah. It, yeah whatever it is you're investing into these relationships as though they are a relationship with me mm-hmm. I need you to not do that I need mm. you to you know so um yeah so just just continuing on on that but I'm also finding things that I didn't even know were there that I need to hear from yeah yeah that's that's the one thing that I found so crazy about healing that you think it's one thing Mm. and then you surprise you're like I didn't know that that was there right and you discover so much about yourself if you allow the healing process to take its place um mm-hmm. and you know I'm talking from a personal experience like when you allow 
you know, the Holy Spirit to do a work in you. Um, yeah, you discover so many things that you, you wouldn't have even attributed to, you know, this, but then you're like, oh, okay. And, you know, it's deeper. It's actually deeper than Uh Uh what, Uh um, you thought it was because you think it's just that okay you know this relationship is no longer um hurt from this or heartbreak or Mm -hmm. heartbroken but it 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 runs deeper so yeah no no no. and it's it's always good to go through that process because there's so many different like levels to it like when you thought oh yeah yeah i think i've healed in that then you go to another level yeah Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends calls it onion layers. Yes. <laughs> just keep healing. Just keep healing. Keep healing. Yeah. A big one of those stuff that I didn't know that was there um, was about um, liking myself. Mm. So um, a part of, you know, relationships for me in the past would have been um, there's this guy, usually I date quite big personalities. There's mm-hmm. this guy, you know, he's, I guess, clear about where he's going or what he's doing. Um, I can just focus on him. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about me or worry about me or look mm-hmm. at me or question if I like me. I can just, I like him. So let me just, you know, focus on him. And um, that was just distracting enough to make me not have to think about myself. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. um, but I think the more time I have had to spend with myself, um, I've gotten to know myself and to mm-hmm. accept certain things about myself and mm-hmm. to actually like mm-hmm. myself, you know, whereas before mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm likable, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like you, you can like me. So as long as you like me, that's enough. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to like me. It's mm-hmm. fine. You know, and I'm not saying this like they're like, oh, I'd go around thinking I don't like me. No. Subtle, very mm. subtle, mm. very subtle. Mm. Um, so you can like me, I can like you. I don't need to worry about liking me. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. me liking um, me is not really part of the whole dynamic sort of thing. Right, right. So yeah, even in this most recent one, I think there was a lot of hiding from myself, mm. hiding from you know, what What should I be doing? Like mm-hmm. I said, career hasn't really um, met my expectations mm-hmm. either. Um, so yes. <clears throat> he was quite clear on where he was going. So I was like, yep, I'm on this bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would be like, oh, so what do you want to do? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, okay, cool. What, what are we doing then? We'll, we'll help you do that. Um, yeah. You know, so there's so many times he'd be like, but I keep asking you, like, what do you, you know, what? And I'm like, this is fine, fine, fine. I don't know. It's fine. Let's mm. just worry about what you're doing, mm. you know. Mm. And then when when that quote unquote covering um, is removed, mm. you're then like, oh wait, oh we're not doing that anymore. Okay, so mm. what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> mm. And you're like, oh no, I actually have to figure this figure out. That like, out. What am I doing? What am I doing? And you know what? I so identify with that because. Um, you know, the first stage of my widowhood, like after the initial shock and everything, I felt like a covering was removed, like mm. I was exposed. Mm. Um, and then it was just me. Like people would come mm-hmm. and, you know, try and come for me and they'll say, what do you like to do? And I'm like, 
I'm a, I'm a mom. I work. <laughs> I look after my family. <laughs> like, where, like what? Where was the time to have anything else to do? Like, hub, hub, what? Right. Like, where would I find right. the time to do what? What do I actually even like? And for a long time, I think you even asked me that question. And for a long time, I didn't know. Like, um, and then obviously being alone exposes you, all of yeah. that, because it's yeah. all about you now. Yeah. And yeah. I found you I can't hide. you can't hide. And I had to go on a journey of self discovery, like, you know, Abimbola, what do you like? Yeah. And then, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this. And the more you, the more, well, the more I sort of dug and found out, you know, my interests and what I like and what I would love to do, I started mm-hmm. unlocking different parts of me that were yeah. probably there, but they wouldn't have been unlocked had I not been exposed in a sense. Right. Right. And, um, then I get to a place where it's like, oh, I actually, you know, I don't know if it was you I was saying it to, but I was saying to someone that, you know, when I look back on my life um, two years ago, so without the circumstances and everything, if I look back at the person I was, this person now couldn't fit into that person's shoes. Like, we're just not the same, if that makes sense. Like, it, th- this there's a different person now and obviously mm-hmm. you know I would prefer not to have heartbreak or not to have lost of you know course. a loved of one course. um for you know you to discover things but you know we can't control everything that happens and life is just life sometimes but what you know what has been helpful for me in the journey is that I'm discovering parts of myself that you know like you said that maybe I thought you know I I can't do this or I don't know how or and I'm like oh okay I I didn't know this was there oh Mm -hmm. I know how to do oh I I actually like this part of me oh well and it's it's I guess for me Personally, it's distracting from my current situation. So it helps as well manage the grief because within Mm -hmm. the grief, I'm also discovering myself and um, discovering new things, which Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay. So, So, yeah, no, I totally agree with that, like finding yourself and liking yourself and then for me, that's now, you know, different, you know, there's a different, there's a different sort of feeling there because I guess, um, you know, having gone through what I've gone through, I think I'm a little bit more stronger now, more sort of independent. And then I have quite like, would you say strict boundaries in a sense that I'm like, you know what, I, I don't think I can you know, not pursue my passions anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. think I can. So all of these things that I've discovered are now so big in my life that I can't sacrifice them for anything. Or anybody. Like, oh yeah, let's be about you. Exactly. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's turned me into another person. It's like, you know what? Um, 
these, you know, these things are so important. This is, this is, this is my life now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't love how it came about. I don't particularly love a lot of aspects, but you know, these other things, I'm yeah. enjoying the exploration of sure. getting to know myself and, and just being like, yeah, no, can't, I, I can't, you know, I can't go back to that sort of like, yeah, I think you get what I mean, but yeah. Absolutely. No, I do. I do. So, I do. and it's been an interesting journey. And I guess, um, just thinking about people listening, obviously, I would definitely want to speak to um, people who feel like they actually can't find a good reason mm. why they're in the position that they're in. So, mm. there's no bright side, there's no like the end of the tunnel. Mm. And you know, I would say I definitely get that too. Like, mm. you know, when people say, um, um, you know, like we've just said, maybe you're older now, so you understand yourself better, so mm. you'll be able to pick someone who's more suited to you. Mm-hmm. Um, or they say, you know, God is trying to get the testimony out of your life, mm. or, you know, whatever. You're just like, shut up. Like, you're like, what are you on about? Please, like... Like, did I ask to be? <laughs> did I ask uh, for my own life to be special testimony? Did, I just Abby? Abby? I guess I would want to speak to that as well, that obviously in our sharing this we're not saying like oh yeah it's good to be single longer because then you get all these things no. we're not you know we're not saying that a married woman can't you know experience all of this within her marriage yeah, and that yeah, kind of thing yeah. but there are a lot of yeah, mar- there are reality- lot of married just women that actually do as well so right right so i think the reality just is that these particular um experiences and events in our lives Mm -hmm. have caused this change Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i think if everyone is being honest with themselves they will be able to attest to the fact that there are things that happen in our lives that we do not choose we do not want we would not pick in any lineup as our portion yeah um but they are, and that's what obviously we were talking about, like yeah. expectation, right? Expectation versus the reality. Versus reality, and it's like this. I wouldn't have chosen this in a million years. Yeah. But here I am. Yeah. You know, and so we're talking about what happens in the here I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, you gotta, you know, take what you've got and make make good of it. You know, so, absolutely um you know you wouldn't wish what you've experienced on anyone no. i am not you know telling younger single ladies oh don't worry you know wait till you're my age or whatever you know whatever right yeah. um i would absolutely you know be encouraging of a you know someone who was young or whatever who was in a relationship and that was blossoming and mm-hmm. you know so on so it's not to say like this is ideal it's no. just saying this is us, basically. This is me. Right. Look what good can come out of situations that mm. we wouldn't have known to choose. Mm. Um, mm. But we've been dealt these hands and, you know, here's, here's what has been made of it. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I think in a way that, you know, that should give hope to, you know, some people, because I remember, you know, in the early stages of grief, you know, I just thought, you know, life can never be good again, you know, I'll never laugh, I remember clearing out my closet, throwing away my makeup, all of these things, like, because I just thought, my life is over, 
Like there's mm. nothing else for me again. Like that's it. And then, you know, as time went on, my situation has not changed or it's the same right. <laughs> situation I'm in. Yeah. But I guess it's a perspective shift. And, you know, like I said, you discover different things about yourself that distract you or excite you or, you know, there's another journey that you go on. So I just wanted to add in regards to what you said that like, even when all, you know, seems to be lost, there can still be life. And it's not like, Oh, you will get this and this. Look, you might not have what you had back. And that's the reality of it. But this, you know, if you open your mind, there's something else. It might not be a person. It might be a way of life. It might be a perspective. It might be, you know, the way you relate with, you know, other people. There Mm -hmm. is something else that will give you life um, in another season. But, you know, it's not to say that, you know, it will be like it was before. No, but you just have to try and make the best of what you're given or you're dealt or whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, no. And even to that point, I would say that there was a season um, leading up to, you know, being 30 where I, I, um, just decided to switch up on my own self and mm. actually pretend that I didn't have the expectations. Mm. So it was a coping mechanism, definitely. Mm. So it was either, okay, I can continue freaking out, freaking out about everything that's not working out and just be like super depressed or whatever. Um, or I just pretend actually that this doesn't bother me and I don't want these things and that's fine and it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, mm. you know. So I got to a place where I was living life like, oh, yeah, it's fine, you know, it's fine. Don't really care about that. Um, up until, you know, I went to um, I went to see one of my um, friend mental brothers, I would mm. say, and, you know, just spoke to him about everything that was going on and I ended up breaking down and, mm. I, and I just said to him, I, I no longer have an expectation. Mm. You know, like you almost think like that's the solution to just be like, oh, well, I won't want for anything and then I'll be fine because mm. I'll never be disappointed. Mm. Mm. But even that is painful because it it's is. so lifeless. It is. It's so lifeless. I, I thought I was protecting myself and I thought it was working, but when someone asked the right questions, I just, the mask came off mm. and I just broke down and he said to me, you sound like you, <laughs> this is it's a um, term, I guess that my old pastor used to use, but he said to me, you sound like your expector has expired. Mm. I was like, mate, <laughs> <laughs> it expired in 2000. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not, I'm not in a good way. Um, and I was like, yes, that is it. Like, I'm trying to protect myself by not wanting anything, mm. and it's not working. Help mm. me, you know. So, mm. I guess there's another way in which people might try to cope, yeah, 
when their heart is so heavy and they're just heartbroken about, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. um, that is a burden in their life. They're just mm-hmm. like, you know what? Maybe I just don't even want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm fine. Maybe it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that obviously there's, there's a way in which you should carry every expectation, mm-hmm. um, i.e. with, you know, open hands and openness to see what happens. But <clears throat> again, you know, you're not going to die yeah. if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Um, but we are still definitely encouraging and God would, would, would echo that encouragement to have an expectation. It mm. is, I wonder if it's near impossible for a human being who's living and breathing and, you know, functioning well in mm. all areas mm-hmm. to not have an expectation. I think you said it to me when, you know, I got to that point and I was like, you know, there's nothing in this life that I would miss. And you were like, oh, don't worry. It's the audacity of hope. It will come back. Like, it's actually audacious. It will come. Yeah, you're like, damn it, I said I don't want anything. <laughs> and your heart's like, you want, you want it, you know, you want it. Let's be real. Let's be real. You want it. You know, don't want it to the point where you're now going to die and talk, but you want it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, honey. It's okay. You want it, and that's okay. Mm. So then what would you speak, What you know, what words of encouragement would you say to someone who finds himself in that sort of a place um, whether to expect or not to expect, like how do we find a right balance? Yeah, so um, I would say the main thing is, well, not even the main thing, one of the things I would say is living one day at a time. Mm. And I think I've definitely heard this somewhere, it's not original, but mm. essentially you're living the actual life that you have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not you know the other version mm. um so instead of just right so instead of waiting for the things that you have already in your mind plugged in are definitely going to happen mm-hmm. just waiting for that like you're almost just waiting like okay but, you know i'm waiting for this thing to arrive or this thing to happen you're actually just living the life that is unraveling before you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so you're you're actually living just this life Mm-hmm. The one you're actually living, not the make believe one, not the one you know that, not the different versions of how you would have done things differently in the past, or mm-hmm. how you know you want them to go in the future. But mm-hmm. you know, you, I almost want to say you are not driving the ship. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yet still, I don't think that God has an issue. And like I said, even the way we're designed doesn't allow us to be hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, yet still you, you hold your, um, heart's desires, Mm. you are able to share them with, you know, loved ones and people who are close and when it gets heavy, you know, you can share that and, um, you know, in days where you're like, oh, like I'm so thankful, like despite whatever, like I'm just so grateful, I'm just so happy, I'm just so you know, indulge in those days as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. God is, God is enough. 
Yeah. It sounds cliche. Yeah. I myself would have never wanted to hear that. <laughs> I'm sure before, you know, in mid 20s, whatever, if someone says, ah, sorry about marriage, God is enough, I'd have been like, sorry. <laughs> and you know, it's the married people that be saying that to you as well. Like, and you'd be looking at them with this. Shut up. <laughs> the side you're eye, like, mmm. <laughs> you're not allowed to speak. Go away. <laughs> um, but when I say that, I, first of all, you, you have to. To, you have to have some kind of deficit to realize that he's enough because actually mm. if you have everything you want and everything you need then you know then there's no need for him right 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 so i think for everybody no matter who you are even if it's not right now there would have been a time in the past or there'll be a time in the future where there's something we're always waiting and i love writing um about this you know waiting in particular so mm. i think i have a couple of poems that are about waiting because mm-hmm. I just feel like it is a shared experience across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point or the other, someone will be waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really learning that God is enough yeah. and the best thing, this is one thing that I've written down and always tell myself as well. The best thing that has happened, the best thing that can happen to me already has. And I say that in context of faith as Christian. So there is nothing, like absolutely nothing that I'm waiting for that's going to be of more value Mm -hmm. than my now relationship Mm -hmm. with God Mm -hmm. and all that Christ has already done on the cross. Mm -hmm. Right? There's nothing, like literally the more you, it's almost like the more you tell yourself, the more you believe it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's nothing, like I'm waiting all, okay, today I'm crying all, but We're still waiting the, the best thing that can ever happen to me already has. Mm. So I'm not waiting, like my wedding day is not going to be the best thing that's ever happened to Mm-mm. me. Da, 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 da. Like the best thing that could ever happen to it me, already it's, happened. it's already happened. Yeah, so true. Everything is just like a nice second, but it's already, I've already hit the jackpot. Mm. I've already hit the jackpot. Um, mm. I used to see, I used to see life with um, God as a burger. So in my mind, and I discovered this because this is where I was going wrong and I had to try and explain it to someone. And this is the best way I could explain it. So um, I started to think of life with Jesus as um, a plain hamburger. So Mm. I was like, okay, you know, God, it's nice to have you. Um, Yeah, I guess, you know, I've got the thing that matters most because obviously Mm -hmm. the patty and the bun, you Mm -hmm. can't really do, you know, it's not really a burger without, you know, those two, despite what all those naked burger people (laughs) will tell you. (laughs) Um, so I'm like okay cool I got the Jesus you know the patty and the bun and then I'm like okay but she's got marriage so that's lettuce Mm -hmm. and he's got that amazing job so that's tomatoes Mm -hmm. and she's got those you know twins or whatever people are looking for (laughs) these days and I'm like okay so she's got ketchup Mm -hmm. so you know this other person has got their I don't know what else whatever right Mm -hmm. um and so I'm like okay that's you know mustard mayonnaise like all these pickles everything so I'm like ah for me, all I have is the plain patty and the burger. This chick over here, she has the full decked out. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> Why so? <laughs> um, and God really had to undo that mentality in my mind and just be like, chick, like, you, I am the whole burger. I'm mm-hmm. the fries, the milkshake, the... It's all me, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. you know? So it was almost like... Um, 
Jesus was the foundation base level and then you build on top with all the things that you get to enjoy in this life Mm -hmm. and he was like no like not at all like everyone who gets me gets the full shebang Mm -hmm. that other stuff is neither here nor there it's Mm -hmm. literally like sachets of ketchup (laughs) 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 do you know what I mean like it's not like trust me like (laughs) you you bagged you bagged the bit that matters you know and so yeah so when I realized again I was thinking that without realizing that I was thinking that Mm -hmm. and so when I was able to articulate it I was like wow the way I've actually downgraded Jesus that's rude Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yes I was like no lord you are not the patty and the bun Mm -hmm. you are the whole thing and Mm -hmm. I don't need to um yeah this is not like life is good and then all these people get the extras Mm -hmm. and I haven't Mm -hmm. you know um, you're actually the whole thing. Yeah. You're actually the whole thing. So yeah, but that that he's enough is is something you have to learn. Like mm. it, again, it's easy to say. I'm sure we've all repeated it at one point or the other, but mm-hmm. to really, really understand that, to really believe see it, it and live it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you've talked to me about obviously times where you're like, ah, God, well, you took the husband. So now that I've got this husband thing to do, mm-hmm. you're free to step in because yeah. you are now the husband. Right. You know? Right. Things like that where I'm like, God, I've got this decision to make. And in my, in my version of what life should be like, I would be lying in bed with husband talking about mm-hmm. this thing that we need to figure out right mm-hmm. he ain't he ain't here there's mm-hmm. no one on the other side of this bed so <laughs> we have this conversation <laughs> because yeah anyway. and some guidance on this and yeah and it can like you know that 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 particular example is so apt because that's one of the things you know amongst many that I missed about you know my husband just mm. the way we were able to talk and make decisions together and I think when I realize ah I'm naked or like I'm gonna have to make decisions and I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to drink the Gary of the decision as well like right. <laughs> <laughs> so no like no one to blame because you know I, I would always kind of be like this is what yeah, I think I'm, I was the yeah. information gatherer like this is what you think this is what, this is what I think we should do but I'll, yeah. I'll let you decide and then obviously if it doesn't go well you just maybe give a little side eye or whatever, but you know, but this is all, you know, on me now. And I found that really, really overwhelming, Mm -hmm. um, at the earlier stages because I've been used to a dynamic and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's switched up. Um, but I can honestly say that really God has stood in, in those positions. Like if Mm -hmm. it was, um, that I just needed guidance, you know, spiritual guidance, or if it's mm-hmm. I needed a person, you know, he yeah. would send a person where, you sure. know, I've had, you know, friends of mine, you know, both women and men. Um, I remember one, one of my friends, Ify, she was like, you know, let, let me be, you know, your husband in this decision-making right. area. And that's someone, you know, that I can trust with helping me navigate through certain decisions and thinking about other things that I haven't thought about because that's essentially what you do when you talk through um things with a partner so um you know really in 
in my season of being alone or in my season of singleness, I've really found that, you know, God can actually be all you need. He will make a way to yes. be everything that you need. Yeah. And um, there's, you know, there's contention in that place that you can be content with mm-hmm. him being your everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love the analogy that you gave about the burger because essentially he is everything like you're not lacking anything because you don't have these things these things are nice to have these things are great when you have it and you know even when you've had it on you you've lost it or you don't have it and you've always wanted to have it but you know there's and I think it goes back to what we're saying there's still goodness in that life there's still a richness to discover there's still so many different things like I know in this season as well like it's opened up me to um friendships relationships the way that you know we relate to one another the openness the vulnerability that you know I would have with my friends that you know from our mindset that we think oh this is only for a spousal relationship but not always like you know we can have friends and you know, love them and verbalize it and be open and vulnerable with them. And it's not just for romantic relationships. Like it's actually changed my mind. Like when I talk about, you know, when I hear the word soulmate, you know, you think that, oh, your partner or whatever. But to me, like I can actually look around and say, okay, I've had a soulmate and a spouse, but I also have soulmates and my friends and my family and my children. Like these are people here that understand my soul that gets me that, you know, I get them that I have a heart relationship with. So, um, I think, you know, just, changing not even changing but allowing work to be done in your perspective because even the bible says that you know we don't understand his ways and it's not like oh he causes us to be in these bad situations so that we can mm-hmm. no when we are when we find ourselves in these situations yeah. there's always enough there's always a goodness in it that we can find um yeah. eventually maybe not initially but eventually, and that goodness is not always, you know, a replacement or a redemption or do you get what I mean? Like the shoe fits. It, it, it's something, sometimes it's something else different. Um, but there's, there's so much in it. So, uh, I'm conscious that I've kind of gone off on a little tangent. (laughs) You are right on the money. Honestly, I feel like you're literally saying, yeah, you're literally saying, um, you know, more of what I was going to say, just in terms of, obviously, everything you're saying really speaks to the fact that God loves us as well, and Mm. he cares, you know? Mm. Um, You think that you're just knocking on a door where no one's even interested, Mm. you know, in your plight, but um, he's a God who sees, who cares, who knows. Um, He does desire to give us good things. He did design, you know, marriage and children, and he does want people to enjoy their jobs and, you know, he he does want us to be fulfilled in the work that we do, and mm-hmm. he wants people to be um, whole, and you know all those kind of things. So, yeah, I think it's even in his love and mercy that um, 
we find ourselves in these situations, it's hard to say, but yeah. honestly, if we're being real, if we laid out a whole load of things that could happen to someone in their life, mm. negative, right? Mm. Would anyone actually pick one? If you had a choice. <laughs> you wouldn't. You'd just you would be never. staring at the table like, so who's going to go first? <laughs> so let's be real. No one's going to actually choose pain right no choose it we run away from it absolutely the point is that it happens don't think you would have been better off with some other kind of issue Mm -mm. the truth is you're lying (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't have you wouldn't have picked anything so he has to pick for us because Mm. you know um it is in you know it's through these circumstances that we really get to experience not just talk about not just think about but experience his love yeah. and his healing and mm-hmm. his power and um yeah just really get close to him i'd say <clears throat> you know even in terms of the healing that i mentioned i you know recently was able to label you know some of the stuff that i feel like i was experiencing as um childhood mm. emotional neglect mm. and just being like i don't know i don't know how to fix that mm. <laughs> i'm just you know like in my mind it's like okay we'll just find someone who will meet your needs emotionally and hopefully it will undo everything that was done and mm. it's like no it's not that simple <laughs> it's not that simple and like what happens if this person you're trying to use to undo whatever was done then lets you do like it's just so confusing yeah. so just let him do it the way he knows mm-hmm. it's best done mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you know, when you find yourself um, in certain situations as well, there is so much good in life. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, definitely echo the just un- beginning to understand the value of platonic relationships mm-hmm. with women, with men. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely keeping your own company, like mm-hmm. learning what that's like. I wouldn't say, I feel like I've become more introverted. Mm. The older I've gotten, but actually, I think it's just actually liking myself now. So yeah. I the noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm going home. <laughs> um, so yeah, enjoying your own company. Another big thing is using the pain. Yes, you wouldn't mm. choose it. No, he hasn't taken it away. Mm. So what are we gonna do about it? Mm. You know, my thing is definitely the poetry. Like mm. I'm not being funny, but some of the stuff I write. <laughs> me myself I'm like say what now <laughs> Alan poets right because I'm just like where's the stuff come from well, mm. it's come from my pain mm. I, again I wouldn't choose the pain I'm not mm. saying oh this poem is so good I'm happy I'm in pain <laughs> no. no that's not what I'm saying but I am saying that some of my best work yeah has been about my pain you know mm. some of my best work has been about the waiting and you know the most relatable work as well it's about pain mm. you know people of course we we can we can experience joy together as well but mm. there's something about like ah you get it mm. you know mm. it's not the same exact situation nobody has the same exact situation no. as any other person but it's like you get it, you know, mm. I'm not alone. And mm. that, that, I think, I feel like that is the purpose to um, the writing. Mm. It's to help people see that by bearing my own, mm-hmm. people will see that, oh, I'm, it's actually not just me, mm. you mm. know, it's actually not just me. People mm. do it obviously in their different ways of mm-hmm. you know, expressing themselves. But I yeah. think this is the way I've found to do it where I'm writing it not to just obviously let people into you know my world for the sake of it i'm inviting people in and even writing things that are quite vulnerable yeah 
just so people can 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 relate to it and mm. go away with something that helps them with whatever it is they're going through and where they're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's. I mean. You know you're yeah. gonna. You know you're gonna have to read a poem for us. <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> read it, read it, read it. So yeah, and that one becomes spoken word. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a spoken word poet. I'm a written. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we can we can direct people to to Instagram mm-hmm. um, to check it all out, and yeah. I'm hoping. I mean, at some point, I make something. Um, quite concrete of it as well so mm-hmm. you know put together some kind of collection or you know something but yeah, yeah even like you said discovering that side of me I think if I was busy worrying about you know what what you know, the guy I was with was doing it wouldn't mm-hmm. have even like I wouldn't have even it just came about so organically yeah because I was a because I had the time and the space to do that mm-hmm. that you know, it, yeah, I just don't know if there would have been space for it to come out if yeah. I was distracted in that way. So, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I can tell you a little bit about where we're at now. Yeah, like I was going to get to that, but I knew that, you know, we'd gone in a little deep, so we couldn't just come out real quick. So I think we've got to a logical sort of um, moving on point on that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so where are we at now? Like, what's life saying? Um, yeah, it's interesting, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> interesting, that's a good word to use, um, I would say it took me, oh, about two years to actually put, draw a line under the last relationship, mm-hmm. um, and that's a note to people about relationships, by the way, if I look, if I look back, I actually can give uh, six years six mm. years of my life of the you know one year pre-entering the three years inside and the two years just trying to make sense of life afterwards mm. I'm like six years of my life hey. mm. it ends in nothing lightly mm. you know is, mm. is my mm. motto now um so yeah I do feel like after I've waited all of this time it's not gonna be Joe from down the no, no. Um, and what I mean by that, obviously, I'm not. You know, hi. Okay, we love you, you Jay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're good, Jay. Um, oh, yeah. Hi, 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 mighty, conceited. You know, all of those words that they use. Uh, uncompromising. Mm. Uh, you know, all of those things that people say. Oh, you, you know, you're too picky, or this or that, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that actually, I'm good. Mm. And because I'm good, the decision is going to be um, one that I make standing up. Yeah. So I talk about obviously falling in love, and it's like you know, my again, my you know, old pussy used to so yeah tell this joke about people standing in love, not falling in love. <laughs> Let's um, hear it. Mm. No, no, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like yeah, like I'm not gonna. It's not all who are and feelings mm. over here. Mm. Um, it's actually eyes wide open, mm. um, and you know, I I'm definitely very um, selective about who would work, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely um, quick to get through the initial phases mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. none of that dilly dallying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
faith is a. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I right. remember something that you said to me, and every time I think of that thing, when you said, um, you know, I'm very quick with the. I'm, I don't, you know, entertain dilly mm-hmm. dallying. <laughs> You're like, all roads lead to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it, what else? What else are we doing here? Yeah, so, <laughs> whether you like the person, the person doesn't like you. Fine, you shift, move to the side next. Like Seriously. it's 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 all the same road, so everything is working together. And Seriously. I remember when Seriously. you said that, I was like, you know what? You've got a point, actually, what? because if you meet someone and you're not compatible, you don't okay fine like it's actually like okay you can just move out of the way now and yeah. i know that like we're all going it's the same road <laughs> right. and no and no hard feelings no, you know? no no hard feelings um yeah so i've cut down my times now you know we're not getting young so <laughs> my max of dating is one year yes okay uh, my max of engagement six months like mm. again i'm not, so i'm not one for like oh let's get Bella and her dad to cover the wedding uh, 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 like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm you know low maintenance low key and so um, yeah I think again the person will be have to, have to be very intentional mm-hmm. um, yeah are you about that Jesus life mm-hmm. are you headed towards marriage in the short term mm-hmm. um, are you ready to are you well, are you open to seeing um, what it's like to be a part of our family. So mm-hmm. obviously Debbie and I are an existing family. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't kind of require people to already be down for the kids. Um, yeah. You can come kind of not already I mean, okay, one thing I'll say is no one's choosing that, right? So mm-hmm. like we said, if God lays down the table of things that, you know, you can have yeah. that, no one's gonna pick, you know, oh yeah, I'd like my uh, girlfriend to already have a child mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean that's not going to be any of these options mm-hmm. but the point is you're open to it um, you're open to seeing what that could be like because trust me life with people even without kids is not just yeah. guaranteed to be great yeah. you know yeah. um, so whatever it is that scares you or you think is the reality whatever all those um, um, African American movies I've taught you about baby daddies and mm-hmm. baby mamas and dramas mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. like um, you probably want to just put that to one side mm-hmm. and actually get to know the person, the woman, Absolutely. man in front of you. Absolutely. Um, and so, if I see that, yeah, if I see that you're you're open in that sense, then we can we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we can have a conversation, and I think um, again, the kind of conversations we'd be happy we'll be having are not just. Flirty, I like you, like <laughs> No, let's get the serious stuff out of the way first. Plenty of time for the I like you, like me, mm. you know, surface stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, if we're on the same page about the big things, then yeah. we can, you know, advance past go and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get to enjoying you know, our relationship and so on. And it's still, it's not to say that, you know, you come on aggressive or anything, but it's just easier to cut people out when you're clear about where you're going and what you um, expect. And I feel like, I would like to say as well, oh, I'm glad to say that apart from douchebag who cheated on me, 
Mm. Um, and situ- situationship mm-hmm. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. but yeah I would say like the, the the two relationships that I can say you know were proper relationships so one was two and a half years one was three years mm-hmm. um, they were good guys yeah. you know so they definitely have set the bar high I'm not looking for like oh my last boyfriend was a douche so please come and you know no. I'm like Mm-mm-mm. actually he was great so <laughs> Yeah, come correct. Got your, yeah, and again, not comparing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not out here being like, please save me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like I said, life is good. If you want to be a part of what's happening over here, you mm-hmm. know, my daughter is amazing. She's older now, so obviously, mm-hmm. what you will experience being a part of this family is completely different to when she was yeah. younger. But you know, it's all banter. It's all yeah. It's all cheek. Um, yeah she's cool I call her my roommate now because she really does not feel like my child anymore no Um, and you guys have such a beautiful relationship and you look alike so you're basically like sisters basically sisters (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so I think yeah just the guy who's attraction I think it's definitely a big deal Mm -hmm. um because I always say to myself, I, I know what relationships are like, and I've heard about marriage as well. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not, not deceived into thinking that, you know, we're going to be walking on rainbows and sunshine all the time. Um, and so I'm like, I, my thing is, I want to be angry with you and still be like, damn, your face. <laughs> I want to be like, you know, I'm mad at you, right? But hey, I can't stay mad. <laughs> important I think all the elements are important and I think um you know going on that self-discovery journey you know as we spoke about earlier then allows you to actually know you know what you need in a person um and you're sure of it because you're like I know me so I know what I need um rather than "Mm, I'm just having like this list somewhere and somebody has to be clinical and this and that you know it's actually like you know this is how so I need this yeah Yeah, and there's solid factual reasoning behind that um so then you know we're we're talking about you know like new perspectives and stuff and you mentioned Mm -hmm. online dating so we're listening girl Okay, so these apps now, they've got me just, like, I don't even know. Um, yeah, so Hinge is, Hinge is a popular one. A mm-hmm. colleague actually mentioned it to me. Um, where are we now? Yeah, so sometime last year. Okay, yeah, where are we? And um, it is not specifically for Christians, mm-hmm. but you can filter mm-hmm. for Christians. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and it's been interesting. <laughs> Um, and I say that because the hardies are there, you know, the ones that are showing all of the <laughs> All the personal trainers are there with their tops off and It's great. I mean, yeah, good good on you, bro. Um but I think yeah, when I when I at first 
I think I was just all over the place with it. But mm-hmm. now I've kind of honed how to be in and out and know who's who quite quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So obviously, yes, you're looking at pictures, you're looking at, um, you know, the answers they have to their questions. You're mm-hmm. definitely deducing, you know, things from that. They want you to deduce things from that. That's why they've yeah. chosen to say that or put mm-hmm. that picture. So you're mm-hmm. allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I feel like, or if they reach out to me or I reach out to them, um, there's definitely a, like I could literally write a script now of how I, what I need to know within a certain amount of time to Mm -hmm. be in or out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm asking specific questions, whether it pertains to faith, um, or, um, you know, who they are, what they a lot of guys are like, yeah, gym, food, traveling. I'm like, dude, okay, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say that. I mean, I don't want to say that's not enough, but I feel like everyone says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you have I'm to just then like, dig deeper, like, yeah, what's like, more? Tell me more, because that, like, that's just normal now. Mm. Everyone eats food, everyone's a foodie, <laughs> everyone's a, you know, passport, whatever. You know, everyone's traveling. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, yeah, most guys are in gym. So, so I'm like, I need more. Um, I like funny people. Yeah. Um, so if I see any, you know, if anything smart, funny grabs mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I even see people that I just want to reach out and be like, that was so funny. I don't like you. <laughs> but I couldn't <laughs> just leave that. I couldn't I just like leave that. Like me, but I mean, that was a good one, bro. <laughs> Because actually, we've asked 
quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And I will say, seems like we've covered a lot. (laughs) So, (laughs) it seems like we've covered a lot. So, do we proceed or do we leave it here? Mm. And for the most part, you can already sense which one it's going to be. Because when someone's interested in you, you can tell. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I call people out. So if they're <laughs> dipping as well, I'm like, you don't seem very engaged anymore. <laughs> Should I be leaving? Because I, I don't want to waste your time. Or mine. But I'm mm-hmm. also not trying to read your mind. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, so... Yeah, so the guy yesterday, I said to him, so, you know, are we... Well, I told him, I told him about... Um, Gabby first of all mm-hmm. and I think he was a bit um taken aback which is fine um and I guess with that as well especially with the coronavirus there's a lot of thinking about when to say what so typically mm-hmm. I would have before I would have probably um either waited for a natural segue in a in an actual phone conversation mm-hmm. or um, the first date to tell them mm-hmm. and I don't put it on my profile because I haven't got kids plural, <laughs> and, child, and I'm like just let us help us to all put our number there or something like, and, and, I mean apps come on whoever creates these apps that's feedback for you mm-hmm. um, and so I'm like I want to paint a real picture right and I know there's you know well I, I would believe that there can be stigma around, you know, being a parent and mm-hmm. that kind of yeah, stuff where absolutely. people just jump to like conclusions before they've even, mm-hmm. they just, they just fly all around. And I think mm-hmm. again, informed by, you know, African-American movies of just drama. Yeah. When they think of single parents, they just think drama, mm-hmm. baby daddy. Mm-hmm. You might have even have said the words baby daddy, like <laughs> through a relationship with your baby daddy. I'm like, are you rude? <laughs> Are you rude? I have to correct them. I'm like, with all due respect, it's my daughter's father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we're not like, that's, my life is not an African-American movie. <laughs> and even from the way that, that, I don't mm. know if I like you. Mm, you know? mm. um, but yeah, so figuring out when to say what. But anyway, this guy, I told him about Gabby because I figured, obviously it's going to be a while, like coronavirus, we don't know when we're going to see people. I don't want anyone feeling like I have lied to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or or omitted me. information that was mm. quite vital, yeah. Right, so do like <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so inside zone, I try to meet people, again, if we get to that stage, I try to meet people quite quickly so we can get to the point of having that conversation and then seeing where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously with where things are, I'm like, I don't want to be talking to someone for a week and it just has never come up. That would mm-hmm. actually be active omission. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of, even in the first conversation, just like, well, if you're going to stay, <laughs> if you're going to go that your business, you know. Um, so, yeah, so this diet him and you know he did ask that question like oh what's your relationship with your baby daddy and I was like Mm-mm. I said to him this is the one yesterday know, I, I did, yeah 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 okay. and I said to him oh but you know I just asked you like I, I'm happy to I'm happy to answer that question and believe me I'm an open book once mm-hmm. I certain your level of interest mm-hmm. so are we uh, is this you saying that we're proceeding or mm-hmm. we're leaving it here? Mm-hmm. And then he came back and said, you know, let's leave it here. Sorry. And mm-hmm. I was like, no problem at all. You mm-hmm. know, take good care. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was like, so then why were you asking me stupid questions? questions like... You want to know my life. 
but you basically you've already decided that you're not here to stay anyway so why are you asking me questions mm, mm, do you know what I mean mm. I feel like with that in particular with being a parent I feel like this is this is a tip for I guess the guys in relation to me but obviously there will be situations that are the other way around as well yeah definitely ask questions if you don't ask questions I'm also worried yeah did you hear what I just said yeah yeah but then don't interrogate what is your business you didn't even say oh you know how if she nothing Nothing. it was just like a baby daddy Mm, mm. you from anyway (laughs) I should tell you my last story only for you to ghost nah yeah I'm sorry so I I do I am very um mechanic Mm -hmm. about it mechanical Mm -hmm. um, but anyway I am very method. No, I won't try to use that word. <laughs> process. Methodological. I will move forward. I will proceed into the next stage. You know. Um, and obviously by that I don't mean like, oh yeah, are we ready for marriage. I just mean like, okay, so you now have the basic information about. Like, me. are we ready to get to know each yeah. other? So mm. you know, you know. Um, you know how long I've lived in the UK, you know about my faith, you know what I do for a living, you know whether I enjoy it or not, you know my hobbies, you know what, why I'm on Hinge, you know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, we seem to be, you know, on the same page. Okay, so now what? Mm. You know? Because mm. from there you could just, the conversation sometimes can just go dead. Mm. And then maybe later or tomorrow they'll be like, hey, how's it going? And, and it's like, again. Okay, now we're just doing checking in mm. you, you know, and all that just unnecessary <laughs> like mm. I'm just like I don't I don't have time for like how you doing how's it going and I guess there's an element of like you said like you know you're not there to want a pen pal right mm. So. <laughs> mm. I had one when I was younger Melissa you are not Melissa <laughs> <laughs> you are not Melissa, please. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so um that's that hinge and then there's a Christian one yeah. um called Salt, which mm-hmm. is I don't know, I personally I've got beef with them because I'm like first of all, first of all, I have multiple copies of my bible at home mm-hmm. i have an app with hundreds of versions i do not need you to give me scripture <laughs> i just need you to show me men okay the number of people you see a day and then they give you like a scripture to meditate on Honestly, no shade. Like, I, I get the heart going. I really, guys, I really do. But, but I got this. I got my devotional Bible study life on lock. I, I don't need you to interfere with meditation. I didn't come here to meditate. Please, give us what we came here for. <laughs> yeah, but there are other restrictions as well that just make it quite tricky to use mm-hmm. to be honest um mm-hmm. in hinge anybody likes anybody individually mm-hmm. you get to you know you, you can get access to them with mm-hmm. this one unless you pay um if you don't both like each other yeah. you can't have a conversation and things mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. but yeah i guess it's a safer space in that actually i know that the face part is for some 
yeah, to some extent covered. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when I say covered, I don't mean I still don't ask questions. Yeah, I just yeah, mean yeah. like, at least we know that we came to a Christian app because we plan to marry a Christian. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, obviously, you know, photos, questions, mm-hmm. same as same as all the other apps about. But um, yeah, so I think Hinge is basically like everyone in the world and the added burden is interrogable. I don't want to say interrogating, but um, <laughs> <laughs> discovering what you are um, in their faith journey, um, and then so it's kind of like, yeah, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're there, and I'm sure your, you know, your end goal is marriage too. But I can't see you. Mm, I can't mm, see you. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I would say nothing, nothing of note has come out of either today. Okay. Um, you know, we, we all do the, I'm on there. Okay. I've deleted it. Okay. I'm back on there again. Okay. I've deleted it. <laughs> so that, that goes, that goes on. Mm. Um, it's, it's obviously good to know that there are actually single men that I know who are not on app. So mm. it gives me hope that actually this is not all I'm limited to. Yeah. I was actually um, going to say that, like, so yeah. in this season, like, you know, where you're actively, you know, you're single, but you're, you know, mm-hmm. open um do you feel hopeful that you will meet someone who you know is suited to what you're looking for in a person yeah um yeah so definitely get weary and I think Mm. the weariness comes with some interactions that I have and I'm like is there even anyone (laughs) like is there (laughs) like what is this so yes I think sometimes some interactions just make me like oh like I don't know I don't Mm. know for this thing man um but yeah I think when I'm when I've kind of um, had time to get my mind in the right place, mm-hmm. even with regards to, you know, where I'm at with God and mm-hmm. how intentional he is about people's lives. And when you read the scripture, like nothing is just a fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I definitely do have faith, you know, that there is, there is someone out there. And um, even recently, I feel like again with you know being a christian i think now more than ever that's everybody right everybody mm. who goes to church at christmas and easter or who was christened or whose family is a christian christians they go to church for weddings funerals mm. you know mm. baptisms um feels like you know what would self label mm. as a christian mm. um and so i think that's I think that's probably the biggest thing where I'm like, is there actually going to be, is there going to be someone trying to do this Jesus thing at all costs mm-hmm. by, so but like with everything mm-hmm. like I am, mm-hmm. you know, because again, like I, I am not with, you know, my daughter's father because of this faith thing. So yeah. I'm not now going to, like, do you know what I mean? I'm now not gonna en- end up in that situation anyway. It's yeah, like, well, yeah. I might as well just do my thing. Yeah, you right. know. If so, so for me, it's like that's not even yeah, that's not even an option. So from that that perspective, where you see guys who are Christian yeah, but not I'm really Christian, e- e- I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> they shall not. They shall don't see it, or yeah, they don't see it the way you know, I do, you do, mm-hmm. um, and they're not, tr- they're not chasing after, 
inner um, purity, mm-hmm. even they're not chasing after you know Christ likeness. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about you know Jesus coming, but like nothing. It's mm-hmm. just like oh yeah, we go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that perspective, I'm like God. You always have you always have your people, right? Even mm-hmm. when it feels like oh where are they you know they're they're somewhere they're there and that's the uh, the next question I was going to ask you was in relation to to that because some people would be of the view that you know if you're waiting on someone from the Lord you know just wait on him and he will send the right person but then you know I'm of the view that yes that is true but there also has to be intentionality as well so um what are your thoughts on that i agree absolutely i think um yeah anything else you'll be about it right Mm. anything else you're not just like oh lord i'd love that job i pray for your will to be done and then you don't apply for the job (laughs) like okay Mm. um lord you know i'd I'd love a child but you know i just i don't want to have sex (laughs) just not really my thing can you do me a mary please (laughs) okay (laughs) be there (laughs) you know so everything everything requires action you know Mm. faith without works is dead now Mm. obviously people are interpreting that in the way that suits um, yeah. well, okay, I don't want to say the way that suits them, but the way they're comfortable with. Yeah. So some people are like, no, you absolutely wait on God. You do nothing. Your hands are tied. You wait for the guy to come and find you and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're somewhere in the middle where we're not thirsty. Mm. Um, we're not out here in these streets just doing the most. Mm. Um, but at the same time, um, yeah, we know that there is something about being approachable there's Mm -hmm. something about flagging that you are open that you're available Mm -hmm. there's something about encouraging his interest Mm -hmm. um yeah I think more than anything what I've realized especially with all these people that you know just come and go and ghost and whatnot Mm -hmm. I'm like wow like guys actually try you know Mm -hmm. guys actually like have suffered Mm. the hands of women who just think it's easy to bear your heart to someone or ask someone out, you know? Mm, mm, mm. And I can't say that I wasn't one of those people before, but now more than ever, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, if you, if if you, I'll meet you halfway. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I'll meet you halfway. There's certain things that like, obviously I'm not going to propose to you, right? So <laughs> let's, let's just reserve that for you. Um, <laughs> But for the most part, it's not going to be like, you must text me first. You mm, must call me. Mm, you mm, must come mm, to mm, my mm, house. Mm, you mm, must take mm, me out on a date, you mm, know? Mm-hmm, um, mm. And so I think in the same way, even before you get to the relationship, I think there definitely is being an effort. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, made. Um, yeah, to just make it easier, mm-hmm. I guess, for a guy who is, who is interested. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. whereas before I think, you know, be playing hard to get was definitely a thing that people enjoyed or thought worked mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, but now it's like, no, why? Like, are you, like, why? You're another human being. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you have feelings, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I can, I can work with you. Mm-hmm. I can work with you. So yeah, apps, 
were uh, online dating as well would have been taboo back in the day. Yeah. I think with the technology age that we're in, it's just normal now, to mm. be honest. It's just mm. normal and it's just another avenue. It's not to say that you've gone an app and you'll definitely meet someone. Trust no. me, you can be on an app for ages. Mm-hmm. You can be on a website for you know, however long and still not have quite clicked with anyone mm-hmm. and, you know, nothing in that sense has come of it. So mm-hmm. if, yeah, if we're to look down on um, being intentional, going, you know, speed dating or to singles of friends or whatever, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would be to say that we think we know how we're going to meet someone yeah. and when. Mm. Um, whereas yeah I guess the idea is to just live your life as you would so mm-hmm. you can absolutely meet someone you know for me at a concert at a gig yeah. and I remember telling you about this as well when mm-hmm. we were going to go to a concert together and I was like you know what like first of all I go for the music absolutely yeah. but I also I find myself not even checking in with people saying does anyone want to come mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go myself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I'll yeah, go myself so because there may be there may be other people and this is guys and girls, you mm-hmm. know, who are doing the same just to Yeah. I think the word you use comfort zone. Yeah, the word you use was like minded people. You're like, I'm gonna right. Yeah. Talk to like minded people, which Yeah, exactly. So if if I'm with my friend and you're with your friends, the likelihood of anybody cross pollinating <laughs> <laughs> anybody is zero mm. pretty much, you mm. know, it's very low. Um, unless something actually causes us to interact. But, mm. if you know, if I go to, I remember I went to a concert alone, and, again, there was no expectation. It's like, I'm here for the music, definitely, mm. but I was not about to do the thing of, who's coming, have you bought your ticket, can mm. you make it, yeah. you know, and all of that. And I was just like, I want to go, I'm going to go, yeah. you know. And the music itself, you know, by itself was enough reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met a guy who literally was just standing next to me and he was like, oh, hi, did you come here alone? And I was like, yeah, I did. I didn't even, my head didn't even turn. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, as he talked to me more, I then was like, okay, let me actually pay attention to mm-hmm. this guy. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we hit it off and literally we then ended up spending, like, the evening together in mm-hmm. that sense. So, obviously, the interlude and all that, it's like, okay, you stay here, I'll go to the loo, you keep our space, okay, I need to go get a drink, okay, I'll stay here, you go, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of doing that together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he had any, well, I know now that he, you know, didn't have any intention because there was not, no kind of um, intentional follow-up or whatever afterwards, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, it's really nice to know that you can just go somewhere and everyone's so grown up now that we don't yeah. do that, like, they're looking at me, I'm looking at them, nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can just strike, strike up a conversation with anyone. So mm-hmm. we're not saying, you know, go out of your way to only do things that try to get you um, hooked up, as yeah. it were. Um, we're saying live your life anyway, mm-hmm. but by all means be intentional in this area as well. Yeah. Um, the same way, you know, you live your life and you apply for jobs on the side, maybe mm-hmm. at the weekend mm-hmm. or whatever, or you pick a, a day of the week every day to be your applying for jobs day yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. just, yeah, just incorporate it into life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're not saying, like, go to every singles event, go to every, you know, be on every app, go to mm-hmm. every da-da-da-da-da. We're just saying as much as there's room for it in your life, don't feel like you can't be proactive about mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. So 
is there anything else you want to share? I think we've covered a lot actually, but um, yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to share? The last thing I would like to share at this point is probably just the question of what if it never happens? Mm. So whatever it is you're hoping, waiting, dreaming, praying, all of the verbs for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what if it never happens? And I don't say that in a way that, you know, is obviously to discourage anyone, but I think it's worth thinking about it. Like what would life look like if that actually isn't part of what God is going to be doing in Mm -hmm. your life? Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth entertaining that thought if you can't bear to think about it that is a sign in and of itself that you have carried this thing mm. um, way too yeah that you've lifted this thing way too high mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of what makes your life good, good. Mm. yeah um, and so I've definitely had to come to a point where I entertain that question and mm-hmm. I think I think I'll be good, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously I yeah, like I said, I have I feel like I have valid reasons to mm-hmm. to want to experience that and be a part of that. But yeah, I think I, I think I would just encourage people to do that and just see like even when even when I say it, if you flinched mm-hmm. <laughs> If you flinched, <laughs> I would encourage you to look into that and don't just ignore that flinch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I would say, you know, friends help friends as well. Mm-hmm. So married people, if you have single friends, single people, if you have single friends, I think there's more that we could be doing mm-hmm. um, to kind of help people connect at this stage. When you meet someone, you then find that they, you know, are two degrees of separation from you and they've been that all along mm-hmm. and you just see how close-knit I guess the world is mm-hmm. um and so yes I think it's if it's if marriage in particular obviously it's not everything that this will apply to you but you know if you desire to be married I think you should talk about it you should um share with friends about it I definitely have had to um yeah, just call some friends out about it because I felt like, you know, when I bring it up, married, obviously, but when I bring it up, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. like maybe everyone just kind of sits there listening and nodding, but, like, no one's actually saying anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. are you going to say anything? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I've asked for prayer. And I remember one time, oh, my brother, <laughs> not my biological brother, but one of my brothers, mm-hmm. um, you know, I raised a fair point about marriage and just being like, guys, I'm so tired, just please pray again. Mm-hmm. Pray again, mm-hmm. maybe God did hear us the last hundred times. Um, and I remember he prayed, and he just prayed around it. So he kind of prayed God's will, and he prayed this, that, the other. And then afterwards, I was like, "He didn't actually pray, no." <laughs> I was like, "I asked you to pray for marriage, and you just prayed some ambiguous prayers." I said, "Pray." <laughs> you know, so I was really upset because I just felt like. So someone cannot even raise this prayer point and people take it seriously. Mm. Like if it was, you know, so many other things you would raise as a prayer point. The person, mm. you know, say a job, for example, the person mm. would be like, hey, favor, you know, may the application come to the top. Mm. May the, you know, whatever. They will pray hard. Mm. And I'm like, so this one, you, you've lost the words. You're just saying God's will be done and <laughs> pray. <laughs> 
so yes i would just advise people around you know people waiting um mm-hmm. for obviously different things as well to be sensitive to, mm-hmm. to pay attention mm-hmm. um and to obviously see what if there are actually practical ways in which you can help them mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. um just yeah like carry the burdens you know sometimes yeah. People, maybe sometimes people even feel like there's not like they can't help. There's nothing they can do. They just yeah. kind of have to wait with you. Yeah. Um. But actually, there's, there's probably, especially with regards to this particular area, yeah. you know, there are probably things that I mean, yeah, there are probably things that when I say things, really, it's what about can introductions, they do? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's about like being mindful. I'm so even with being single, I think I already because I've had this experience of extended in my opinion singleness, mm-hmm. I already have the mindset of like oh yeah, collecting guys. So <laughs> it sounds bad, it really does. But what I mean is um if I meet someone if I see someone, okay maybe he's not for me, but like ah you listen, I'm down to recommend. I yeah, would be yeah, you absolutely, anyway. absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mean people and think, oh, well, I don't like you, so anyway, yeah, that's you it. Know, I'm like, so who could, who could I mm, match mm, him mm, up? Mm, you know, mm, mm, that kind of that kind that is actively, you know, thinking about the person. Mm. And um, if someone tells you they're looking for a job and they're very specific about what kind of job so much so that when you see jobs you know that they'd be interested even if they just told you like the role i'm sure you you would start to see roles and you'd start to forward it to them it's the same thing right just just be just be alert yeah you know just be alert and um i am definitely already planning for gabby i'm not even joking um I have some <clears throat> some prospects. Um, we're watching how their parents are raising them. <laughs> we're watching, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I think that's something that I haven't had, where you know you have that active kind of encouragement and support of um, family to be like, oh, we have one family friend, or you know, this guy that you grew up with, or whatever. So I'm definitely um, personally praying for um could probably do that more but also just being like i'm not gonna leave you know her to just figure it out mm-hmm. um i'm gonna actively be like so what about him what about him what about him mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um and I, I, trust me i know my friends were all probably thinking the same thing we're mm-hmm. like please let's help these children so they don't come and suffer mm-hmm. um and obviously again i'm not saying this is suffering but i just mean like all the kerfuffle yeah trying to figure this this thing out um, I, if I can help in any way, she might be like, "Mom, mind business, yeah, back up." Uh-huh. Um, and I'll do that. But uh-huh. you know, she's ever like, "So who do you know?" I'm like, "Well, let me tell you." Yeah, this person, son. Yeah, let me tell you. Um, so yeah, if I guess those are the things I would say. I'd say definitely ask yourself the question: What happens if? that thing doesn't come through. Yeah. Um, even when it comes through, you will be waiting for something else, else after yeah. not very long at all. Yeah. Um, you know, when the relationship comes, you're like, okay, I want to get engaged. When you get engaged, okay, can mm-hmm. this wedding just arrive? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you when you get married, it's like, okay, I want to have kids. Okay, I want to have a Yeah. Okay, ah, we said we wanted to move. Okay. You get into but a place. That job, that new job, that new salary bracket. Oh, okay, the business. Okay. Mm. Literally, there's no point at which, if you allow yourself to perpetually be in mm-hmm. waiting mode, 
once you get the one thing that you feel like is the big thing in front of you, trust mm-hmm. me, there's there's more things behind that. Don't deceive Absolutely. yourself that, oh, if I could only just get this one thing. Absolutely. It's a lie. It's a lie. And I think once you've made peace with that, you will see yeah. life differently. You'll actually yeah. see, like, ah, uh, any, ch- for me now, like, any change is that, ah, uh, okay, you know, am I going to be sacrificing? Like, what, what what's going to give? Like, I'm trying to already <laughs> preempt, like what's yeah. gonna give because obviously you know I'm I'm a young widow and people will be like okay you'll remarry and all of this and all of that you know you might be open to it you might not mm-hmm. and obviously I've come to a point where you know I've toyed with you know that prospect and then I've also gotten to a place where I'm actually like and if I never I'm mm-hmm. actually good mm-hmm. like I'm good so especially for me because I have been married before, um, you know, I know that, you know, you know, I've lived another life, not even just been mm-hmm. married, I've lived a whole entire okay. life. Yeah. Um, so it's like, um, you know, when you're looking for one thing, you when you leave a smaller house and you move to a bigger house, it's a bigger house, mm-hmm. but you're going to miss, you know, the garden that you had or the neighbours that you had. So Absolutely. even when you move on to a different stage, Thing, yeah. there's something yeah. that you're leaving behind. Oh, so I yeah. think that's very, like, I'm very conscious of that now. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. any moving on or any changing, I'm really like, ha. Yeah. Huh, What's gonna give? What's gonna? Absolutely. <laughs> it's such a good point that you make. Honestly, like I feel like uh, I I don't feel like I need to kind of sell the single life to people. We know the deal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely. I think all of the everything you know, the way my life is set up right now. I mean, I'm I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the mm-hmm. one who calls all the shots. As much as sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to decide alone. Yeah. Um. You know, they yeah, like uh, I remember a married friend from church once said to me because I said, Oh, yeah, really difficult making decisions. And she was like, Yeah, but also, like, when you're married, when you don't agree, it's also difficult, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, because in my mind, the marriage in the marriage, he always agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Ah, oh, we need to decide together so we can, you know, come to the agreement that we'll always come to. And she was like, No, like, it's hard because we don't agree and mm-hmm. I'm like oh I didn't even think of the mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think of that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, but obviously other stuff I'm more aware of, of mm-hmm. like time and um, yeah just how your life I guess just yeah just demands on your time and mm-hmm. again you think you want it always be making decisions with someone and then you'll be like ah why do I always have to mm-hmm, make decisions mm-hmm, with you? you know like mm-hmm. it just flips around right and you're like I don't want this anymore mm-hmm. um so yeah so absolutely I feel like the single life sells itself I don't mm-hmm. need to like you know blow its trumpet mm-hmm. and I know they're obviously amazing things about being married as well but mm-hmm. you, you you've literally like hit the nail on the head yeah Every stage and phase and change presents new opportunity, yes, but there is change where you're always going to be giving up something that you had. Maybe, you know, you enjoyed you what you still want, but this phase just doesn't allow for it um yeah. for you to yeah to have it like you can't have it all basically. yeah yeah um you can't have it all you know people who you know absolutely are desiring children you would never you know you'd never say to them 
oh, you don't want children, trust me, they're expensive, mm-hmm. and, you know, they be shouting, and they break their stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they cry when they want to sleep, they don't just sleep, you know, all that stuff, you would never say that to, mm-hmm. you know, someone mm-hmm. who, who, who wants to have children, and no. hasn't been able to do so to this point, right, yeah. but we all know as parents that, that, that that's definitely real, you know. It is. Um, it, you know, in yeah, with all sensitivity, you you should never say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that they're going to be there. They're going to be tired. You mm-hmm. know, as much as they want to be like, I'm so happy God gave me this gift. Finally, I'm not tired. Really, it's mm-hmm. like yeah, you are. And you mm-hmm. feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so yeah, but like you won't blame them when they get that. You won't be like, ah, shipping is you that you said you wanted jobs, my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you would still be like, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, without pitting two things always against each other, yeah. I think the point is it will just be different. It mm. will be new. There will be bits that you like, parts that you like, and mm-hmm. the same with every other thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, th- I think it's also possible, like you know, you always say to me, is to just be also fluid to that change. So. Like, if you know that a change is coming, like, okay, okay, for a person who is single to now be married, you know that this change is coming, so you can, you know, preempt for it or whatever, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe enjoy the last of your singleness or the things mm-hmm. that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, life changes, whether mm-hmm. we want to, whether we can preempt it or not. Right. And um, I guess the key to survival is rolling with those changes. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we all have a point where we will be shocked or we will be taken aback or we will grieve. Um, And, you know, you can even still grieve while you're, you know, while you're going forward. But Mm -hmm. I think it's essential that you still have to move and it's essential to survival not to mm-hmm. get stuck in your yesterday, in right. what happened. So I remember when I made um, a decision to say, you know, the best day of my life is today because I'm living it now. Like yesterday is gone, so I can't yeah. get it back. Tomorrow is not guaranteed because I don't know what it is. Like it, it's yeah. not guaranteed. So the only time that I have is now. So this is, and I I think you made reference to it earlier, the best time that I have is my now. Now. And yeah, Yeah. and to try and be present in that now um, as much as I can be because things will change. That's guaranteed. Things change. Um, You know, look at the season that we're in. We're going through... uh, you know, lockdown or whatever, and knowing that life as we know it is going to change. Like, I think even in that, you know, not to get too political or whatever, but I think, you know, if we expect for things to go back to normal, we are kind of kidding ourselves. ourselves. There is a new normal that is going to come about um, and it's going to be different. And, you know, we need to be able to try and adjust to change because that will help our survival. Um, Yeah. yeah, And I think that, I think that's, that's also important. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've been wow. so 
this this was good like and I love the conversation because you know we start off one place we end off at another place you know and we still cover you know the topic the expectations versus reality but you know sometimes we think things are one thing and then you know you like you said the onion skin you unravel the different layers um the different facets that make them all you know work together so yeah it's been so so good speaking to you Shakira as it always is um I hope you'll share one of your poems with me and um, I can do the spoken word if you don't want to speak it but I'm sure um people you know would love to hear it and um I'll share her Instagram handle at the end where she shares her poetry as well and yeah um so do you have any last things to say to our listeners or last comments <laughs> Yeah, um, we're all we're all waiting together. I mm. think it's ultimately what I would say. It's a shared experience. Mm. You are not alone, mm. um, and there's more to your life than the thing that you're waiting for. Mm. Mm. Amen. Tell them, sis. <laughs> I told them. <laughs> I'm telling myself too. So I think we're all in it together. I meant it. <laughs> oh my god! thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure oh the same likewise it's been a joy speaking to you and um yeah I guess we'll definitely speak soon but um yeah thank you for joining us today on the in every season podcast and it's been great god bless you and you are seen and you are loved many many kisses thank you thank you love So as promised listeners, I'm going to close out today's episode with a poem written by Shakira Gua and it's called If Only It Was Here Now. If only it was here now, I could be getting some good living done. The windowsill carries the weight of my heavy arms. My arms the weight of my heavy head. A heavy head of questions directed at the clear sky. How long exactly does arriving take? Where on the map is on its way? How far in the distance will I see it approaching? I sit at this window most Saturdays, watching planes come out of nowhere. Nowhere to me, but right on time to someone. Someone with a schedule. Mine's a package with no ETA. Has it been dispatched yet? What time is soon? so I can make sure I'm home. Is there something I'm meant to be doing? What is the point of all this anyway? If it were here already, I could be getting on with some good living. Instead, longings threaten to become consumptions and desires stew to concentrate. Must restlessness always accompany anticipation? Can I give up if I get too tired? Or maybe the trick is to convince myself that I no longer care. The sky responds without words. Its vastness speaks all that needs to be said. Your life is so much bigger than this one thing. This one thing will soon become a different thing. You cannot thrive imprisoned by waiting. 
all of the living happens now. Don't forget to follow Made Wonderful on Instagram and you can also find Shakira's poetry at Shakira also on Instagram. Take care, God bless, you are seen and you are loved.